0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 280 of the Hero Capture Podcast. I'm I'm your host as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me, we have a man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gibbs. What's up, buddy?
1: Hey, Tyler, I'm alright. I'm just thinking about the possibilities right now because of the fact that football season is almost upon us. I'm getting more and more excited. And at the same time, I'm also looking at Jersey stuff because I am contemplating potentially going to an NFL game within the next maybe five months. (laughs) But uh, other than that, though, I'm doing pretty well. Man, how you doing?
0: Uh... Having football withdrawals for sure. Uh, It's been a major conversation at work lately about being excited for football or, you know, how we're at. I think a lot of people at work are in the same boat as me. I might be worse off. Um, I was watching a game with NFL Network the other day. Uh, It was the Bears versus the Bengals. (laughs) Uh, And if anybody knows, those two teams are awful. Uh, But, you know, it's football. I'll watch it. I spent uh, an insane amount of time the other day um, watching YouTube videos of just Madden 19 gameplay. Uh huh. So, i mean, yeah, curious. The game comes out in less than a month now, a few weeks away. Uh, excited for it, obviously. And... Oddly enough, we haven't seen a lot of gameplay for it, so I'm like, oh, what does it look like? What's going on with this game? Right? I kind of looked at it, <laughs> and I, just, I spent almost an hour of just watching YouTube videos about the gameplay. I'm just like, I can't. Even though I have Madden 18, I can play it any time. Uh, I just, you know, uh, I just I know. I miss football.
1: I know the feel, man. It's like, at my workplace, too, you can really feel it, too, because they're setting up their whole... They've already set up their whole display for their whole Seattle Seahawks, like Merc, and everything yeah. else, you know. they're Yeah, I know, I know. But it's like, they have everything else all set up. They purposely have like a freaking big old Gaylord box that they fill with Seahawks stuff every year. Then they wait for this time just to go ahead and try to sell things. And obviously, everybody around my work knows that I'm a huge 49ers fan. Born and raised. Anyway, what's kind of funny, and now as it's just starting to drift into the workplace, it's like, I've let it known out there that I'm a Niners fan. I purposely <laughs> wore team merchandise to work in my production line stuff, getting crazy looks from like the other co-workers plus supervisors alike. And it's, it's just kind of funny. is a little banter back and forth. Like one day I was actually going forth. I was passing by one of the ladies in the linen section, not the, the textile hanging section and stuff like that. She takes one look at me. It's like, oh, you traitor! It's like, <laughs> I look at her dead in the face and it's like, wow, it's like that look on your face, it look like you're going to murder me in my sleep. <laughs> but uh no 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 no. That's the thing. I have this one lady, she is a big Seahawks fan, right? And she just fucking absolutely hates like people like Tom Brady and like the fucking 49ers and stuff like that. And uh it was just so funny. I look her dead in her face and it's like, Well, you know what? In order for me to be a traitor, I would have had to have been a Seahawks fan to begin with.
0: Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck the Seahawks. <laughs>
1: but uh yeah yeah it's gotten to the point and stuff where it's like i'm having like one of my supervisors some come over the table and say man what is this man a freaking competitive flag at this workstation?" <laughs> <laughs> now, now, it's it's just the thing it's like for people for gamers who don't know man it's like if you're into like a specific sports team or any type of stuff or like nfl related things or even baseball basketball man the potential rivalry between teams over the like like, decades-long feuds and stuff, that's just something that just comes with the territory. (laughs) Of course, I just laugh it off and stuff like that because I know for a fact the Seahawks are probably going to do even worse now than they probably have now for the last five years because they're a dwindling defense. But I digress.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See, I'm okay with... I I feel like I'm a pretty good sports fan as far as, like, having conversations with people. Like, when Mm -hmm. when I was younger, I would be, like, the irrational angry uh yeah super optimistic uh you know fan uh, mm-hmm. but now i've gotten older uh i'm very pessimistic um about like my teams um so like when i discussed it with people at work or just out in the wild like the, the nothing's more annoying than that like overly like optimistic like insane reality like like what? What? Where do you come? Like the per, like you were like one step below from the Browns being nineteen zero. Okay, like that's how <laughs> insane you are right now. Uh, and those are the worst. Those are the worst sports fans. Yes, uh, they are. So I, I'm very much like the like people like to make jokes about like the Packers or Pistons or Hawkeyes or whatever. And I'm just like I, I, you know, it's it's the same with me. People like to like when they crack jokes at me. Nobody can make fun of me more than me. Okay. So no one can really make fun of me so really. Uh so people don't really bother. Um so if people take try to take shots at like uh at um at the Packers or whatever. Like oh. I, I just like I'll I'll one up them, you know? They want to make a take a shot at the running game. I'll one I'll I'll just one up them again. Like the Packers running <laughs> game sucks. We know. We got Aaron Rodgers. He's the GOAT. We know. We got him. That's all we got. Like they're a two and fourteen team without him, like he makes uh, that, so that. That's actually money. pretty ch- accurate. <laughs> yes, we know what happens when Rodgers isn't around. He, we go like we go like two and uh, eight without him last year. So, um,
1: yeah, holy shit, that's sort of like how the Niners are with like without like fucking Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah,
0: you know how Jimmy they G. freaking
1: struggle for years, man. It's like freaking two and fourteen, one like a couple years ago. They had to go through their whole rookie quarterback thing with CJ Beathard and stuff. Mm. He pretty much had to go through and like just start a bunch hey, of those games. You
0: be careful what you say. He's an Iowa Hawkeye legend, okay?
1: Of course, he. to be perfectly honest, he was still inexperienced with a lot of this stuff, too. And he yeah. did the best of what he was handed with, yeah. which was pretty much a shards of a broken team <laughs> to begin big, with. Yeah, it's a bad team. To <laughs> so put it lightly. But they got Jimmy yeah. G.
0: He is as good a quarterback as he is. a beautiful man, okay? <laughs> and He's a very beautiful man.
1: And all of a sudden, it's like, that's a good case in point. You know, like Aaron Rodgers, when he's with the Packers and stuff, that team is elevated to another level. Yeah. same thing really could be said with, like, Jimmy G, like, the last five games in the NFL season. All of a sudden, it's like, he starts that, and all of a sudden, they go, like, 5-0 and in oh, that stretch. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I digress and stuff. This is a video game podcast, but that's as it. you can tell, both of us are really chomping at the teeth for some NFL action.
0: I, I just... <laughs> I can't wait for preseason right now. Like, every every year, like, once football season starts, I'm like, why would I want to watch preseason? But then, like, May hits, and I'm just like, I will take anything. I'll watch the <laughs> CFL. I don't care. I was watching the American Football, Flag Football League, the AFFL. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. Oh, my God. But I watched it, and I enjoyed it.
1: And, like and it you're was, probably going could- and you're gonna say the same thing once the XFL comes in after the NFL season. No, I, I, I would not. Uh, no,
0: no, that's that's one step too far. No, uh, <laughs> just oh, man, somebody like post every year. Someone posts a picture of like the uh, like NCAA football, which is one of my favorite franchises of all time. Uh, they they quit making it in like 2013. Yeah, yep. that was the last one because there was a big lawsuit yep. over a college play. Uh, college uh, kids not getting paid for being in the game, uh, which is fair. Um, so the, they just stopped making it. It was one of like the highest selling games every year, and every year it always came out in like mid July. It was like the second or third Tuesday of every July. Every year, like I'll see people on on Facebook or Twitter who are like this game should have came out today, and I'll be a picture of like whoever the Heisen Trophy was, winner was. And I'll be a picture of like the, the game coverage like what Xbox One. Oh man and I saw it again this Tuesday like this past Tuesday. Oh. And every time I see it, man, you might as well just like like punch me in the chest and like through the chest, rip my heart out, and like stomp on the ground. It's just it's that painful still. Like well, I, I
1: we can still we can still thank EA for that nonsense.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of fair, like, you know, mm-hmm. like the kids should get some money for that. Like they're in the game. Pay them. we You're
1: just in the game
0: yeah we, <laughs> like we're gonna make them look just like you have all the same kind of stats as you same number and everything but we're just gonna call them qb number six so we don't <laughs> but then but then people go online and they make their own custom uh um rosters and you can go online and download them and then you can just pull them in now now i have all these college kids with the real names in the game so there you go did that every year uh yeah, I'm still a little upset about it. I, I miss it still play football a lot. <laughs> I didn't you know, I didn't think five years later I'd still miss it, but uh, I do a lot. I miss it so much I paid an additional twenty dollars to play Madden nineteen, uh, three days early. So that's tells wow. where, tells you where I'm at in life right now. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, like Gables was trying to say a few months ago, this is a video game podcast where we talk about video games. Which, technically, we were talking about video games, uh, um, in, a, in, a, in a sense. Uh, but, uh, so, we are still in, like, the summer, the dog days of summer. Like, yep. This is, like, like the ML, like, Major League Baseball has, like, the same kind of, s- almost, like, s- uh, season, I guess, or, I don't know, schedule, as, yeah. like, uh, video games do. Where like in the mid like in June, July and August, it's like nobody really cares about baseball. It's like it's the dog days of summer. And then it's like September when we start to care again. Or like late August yep. maybe. Um, yep. like we're all excited in like April and Mar- and May, maybe the beginning of June. And it's just like ah it's like mid season, there's like hundred and sixty two games. Uh and we're kinda of at the same point now with uh Major League Baseball where it's July. Um and not a lot's happening. Uh, we do have some news. Uh nothing like uh crazy, but uh well um uh, I guess we'll just, we'll just start with that. Fuck it. We're already All talking right. about it. Um so first up, this might be some big news, potentially. This is uh one of the bigger news I think of the week. This may be personally for me, but um Nathan Fillion, a Firefly fame. Uh a man I would flate for free if if he was <laughs> here. Uh posted on Instagram a picture of the rapper Drake and captioned it with uh sick Parva Parvis Magna, which is greatest from small beginnings, which for people that don't know is, uh, the like main slogan of, uh, Nathan Drake from uncharted. Uh, it's on his ring that he wears all the time. Uh, and also the date July 16th. Huh? Yeah. Uh, which I didn't realize this until then. Uh, next week is, uh, is the San Diego comic-con, which is like one of the biggest, uh, probably like it's like the e3 of like nerd culture for like comics and movies like uh, oh yeah like comic book movies and stuff uh
1: it's basically one of the base like the prime comic con conventions san diego
0: yeah Yeah. it's like all like the a team shows up for this not the actual a team like mr t might be there i don't know but i mean like the (laughs) like the all-stars of like every like the, the people from like uh the Avengers will probably be there and stuff like that. So nice. Um Gables. What? I've wanted this for so long. <laughs> like <laughs> this has been a thing like Nathan Fillion as Nathan Drake has been a thing on the internet for nearly a decade. Oh like, my god. Nathan Drake looks so similar to Nathan Fillion. Uh, but like skinnier, like Nathan Filling kind of got fat after Firefly. Uh, but there's he posted some pictures online to kind of continue the tease with it on Instagram, and he's, he's dropped some weight. He's looking pretty good. He's looking more like an Uncharted 4 Nathan Drake, but he's hey, looking yeah. pretty good. So Gables, should should I get excited about <laughs> this, or should I like like where are you, Gables, on this? Like you're on Uncharted, you're an Uncharted fan. Yeah, um, you're a Firefly fan. I don't yeah. know. Would you flight Nathan Philly for free, or would you make him pay? I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, there's no anyway. no. Like, you wouldn't not do it. Like, it's just either you, you ask for money or you do it for free. <laughs> there's no other options. What would you do?
1: <laughs> well, as long as I'm not gonna <laughs> well, let's see, I'm not gonna answer that. <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that question. <laughs> but uh, well, that's a little bit of news that that's kind of the first I'm aware of. Honestly. This is gonna be an interesting San Diego Comic Con. I would love to see Nathan Villian as Nathan Drake. That would actually be pretty fucking awesome. But at the same point, I would just take something with a grain of salt. You know how he loves to screw around with his fan base too. So this is gonna be, this is gonna be pretty funny if say the day comes and all of a sudden
0: is like, ha, gotcha. It's not funny at all, Gables. It's not funny <laughs> one goddamn bit. <laughs> Maybe solely. If you play so just be a part of it. I don't care. I just want Nate Villian to do something with this. If he's not Nick Drake, I can live with that. But he like don't if this, this turns out to be nothing, I will be heart like just heartbroken. Like instantly football <laughs> video games cancel heartbroken all over again. That's how he bad. He plays be. he just plays cutter. <laughs> that's, that, that's like the oh man, that's like the worst thing you can say outside of like Jason Statham as Cutter. Oh god, that's that that's like the closest you can get to being that terrible. Oh Which god. might actually be a thing, like because Jason Cutter is basically a rip off of Jason Statham.
1: Pretty much, yeah. pretty much, almost to a T.
0: Yeah, it's it's like like they don't even try to hide the fact that he is. Oh god, I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 hopeful. I'm being hopeful. Like there was they've been trying to make the uncharted movies for like a decade now. Uh Yep. There's that like Mark Wahlberg signed on like in 2011. Yep. And it was like the worst thing that has ever happened to me at that point in my life. Uh still top 5 worst things that ever happened to me at that point. Uh in my this point in my life. Uh <laughs> Like who who the a f- movie who, who thought that was a good idea? Like really? Like why? Why would she have Marky Mark as Nathan Drake? No, like he. Did, oh God, that sucks. That <laughs> sucks so bad. I'm so happy that movie got canceled. Uh, or that fell through. But uh, no, no, I, I'm. It's it would just be the closest thing. It, it's it's probably too late to really be like a. Uh, you know, like if you played him like, in like. Ten years ago, you can maybe get get away with it somewhat. Like even then, ten years ago, Nathan Philly might be a little too old for it. Like early two thousands, Nathan Phillian's been perfect. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just uh, man. I hope so. I hope. I hope. Would you want this Gables? Would yeah, you? Yeah. Of need... course, I would
1: want it. Okay. That would be interesting to have.
0: Okay. I'm just curious. I don't want no Nathan Philly haters on this podcast. So. <laughs>
1: Oh come on! I've went through Firefly, I went through all sorts of various stuff with fill in before. So hey, <laughs> yeah,
0: I was at I was at work. Uh, I think it was late last week or early, beginning of this week, and we uh, have work uniforms. We were all getting dressed in the locker room in the morning, just doing normal bullshit stuff, and somebody mentioned Firefly. Oh no! And somebody said, and I quote, "That show deserved to be canceled."
1: how to make enemies at work
0: and i lost my shit (laughs) and i'm just like dude it is five in the fucking morning do not get me going on firefly right now and a couple people are like what the fuck is this guy talking about what the fuck is firefly and i'm like that is a great show it didn't get a chance and i started going on a rant oh my god tyler it still hurts it hurts yeah Yeah. So, anyways, um, I hope it's real. Uh, But uh, yeah, I don't know. Not a lot to say. I guess we'll hear more on uh, hopefully Monday, uh, which is July sixteenth. Yeah. So yeah. But um, I'm just gonna skip that topic. That topic sucks. Uh, Rocket League two is not happening, people. That's essentially the topic. Uh, We didn't have topics really, and then we kind of found some last minute. So I'm just gonna skip over that. Uh, So, anyways. Uh, this came out after uh, they had a shareholders uh meeting. of uh, what Nintendo did, I should say. Uh, and uh, someone asked a question, and Susuma, Susumi Tanaka, uh, a senior executive uh, officer at Nintendo, um, uh, was asked about um, you know, better supporting indie games, things like that. And this is his exact quote. We started working with indie developers during the, the Wii U generation for Nintendo Switch. We set up a development environment that supports Unity middleware, which is used on smartphones and other platforms. We are also actively engaging with in, uh, indie developers at video game focused shows and other events in different regions. We also had a Nintendo booth at BitSummit Indie Game Event in Kyoto. Kyoto? Kyoto? Kyoto, Kyoto yeah. Thank you. Uh, where we showcased some games. Some of the uh, indie games we've also uh, already released have gone up on to become mil- million sellers worldwide. In the future, and this is my favorite part, we are looking to release around 20 to 30 indie games on Nintendo Switch per week. Uh, and we definitely expect to see some great games among them. Some great games among them. Uh, so, Gables. Yes? How? What, what are your thoughts on Nintendo releasing Fourteen hundred to fifteen hundred video games per year on your Switch.
1: Hmm. hmm. Well, to be perfectly honest, though, having thought about it over the past couple days, just from seeing by the various like reactions upon it, I'm thinking of it this way: maybe twenty to thirty indie games. Yeah, that is a lot to go forth and release on the platform. However, at the same point, it is definitely a lot better than say, like forty to fifty games a day, say on Steam. Yeah, but the same could be said between both services you release so many games in a particular week odds are you're going to bury some good gems underneath all that and the Nintendo eShop currently right now it is very difficult to go through and find some of the games you're looking for without having to dig deep inside the search in the search functions of that system good point a good example that uh, I could think of is trying to find games say, that are like maybe a month or two old or something like that that are not on sale. Like for example if you want to try to find a game, say I would say, what was it? What was the game that I played? I know you and Justin played a bit. That came on the Wii U. And it was also on the Vita as well. I remember playing a little bit of it. Oh God, Frederick? Bless it. No, 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 no. It's not Frederick. It's the game that's made by Drinkbox Games, the oh, Dungeon Crawler.
0: Um, oh boy, I,
1: uh, I not I know exactly what the game is though. I'm just trying to remember. It's Maybe the it's... Luchador game. No, 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 no. It was not that. It's the one that's after.
0: Oh, the, game. the slash the slashing game. Um, yep. I do not remember what it's called. I'll Google it right now. Continue. I on. know.
1: I know it's totally bad, but anyway. It's only bad that I don't uh, remember the name of it, considering that it's actually a pretty fantastic game in and of itself. But, Severed. Uh, Severed, exactly. Yep. Point being is, a game like Severed, great game. I cannot find this game hardly at all, like, say, on the front featured game pages and stuff. And it is, without a doubt, one of the best indie games on that platform. I cannot find it unless i got to dig through at least pages worth of stuff, or if I want to go through, say, alphabetically, possibly. But the point being is, there's so many games that are released on that eShop, on the Switch's eShop per week, that good games are getting buried. And with Nintendo going through with their investors meeting, like, just pretty much confirming, us, like, okay, 20, 30 games a week, blah, 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 and so on and so forth. Sheesh, they have got to f- find a better way for you to search out great games on that system. If they're just going to continue to avalanche game after game after game per week, at least add some more searchability functions besides your basic, like, scrolling, oh, okay, here's from oldest to newest, you know, or, you know, just go through, search for price, or whatever. I kid you not. Even going through that eShop and going through and buying specific, like, indie games like I have the past month and a half, I got to go through either on their great deals section, or basically search by price. Because at that point, I don't even remember... Well, I can't even find like specific games unless I search for the price. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, in essence, you know, it's a good move on Nintendo's part to confirm with, say, their investors that they are having an adequate amount of games that they are going to release per week. And that's good. That's just saying that they got a lot of indie good like indie support no matter of the quality of it. But at the same point, my overall impression is it's kind of in the middle, you know, borderline because not only do you have games, great games that are being buried currently like there are in other services like Steam, like on the Microsoft Store, like on freaking the PlayStation Store, but it's like it's this is one of at the same point, this is one of the main reasons why the Switch games, like indie games are doing so well on Switch, is because there aren't as much garbage you got to go through in order to find them. And that's one of the reasons why people have been going to this system in order to buy indie games on that platform, preferably. But it's, by digress though, I would love just to see better search functions on the system.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's funny this time last year we were praising like the e-shop just for how easy it was to find games and yep. like the games that were really good they stood out and they still do to this day um but it seemed like every game that was going on the switch you know a year ago was uh for the most part, they were really good games or they're pretty good games or they're just well made games they might have been like they might have been like good or good or great but they're like well we're well done and there's some heart to them at least um, and we played some really good ones they had like Kimiko in there Phantom Trigger Simmer uh, Clips stuff like that um, yeah and somewhere in the last I don't know nine months or so it's like we, we, we've we talked about the past where it's like they have like 18 19 games coming out uh, a week and like last week alone they had 22 games out alone yeah uh, there's a so this game Bomb Chicken which uh, was shown up at their Nindies event yeah uh, back in March so this game had a little decent amount of focus on it yes uh, it did came out on Thursday with no like there was some fanfare behind it, but it wasn't like there was it was just kinda dropped. It didn't well, there was no like uh you know, buzz going in advance. Or it was like it wasn't like, hey, it's coming out on I don't know what was it? July twelfth or yeah, July twelfth. Yep. Like, two weeks in advance. It's just kinda like Thursday came and now it's out. Um and then yep I went and looked on the eShop uh this morning and I was just kinda seeing what's out there uh, like I usually do Every week or so, I'll go and look and see what what's come out on it, and it was already nine games deep in the in the uh, recent you know releases. One of the, one of the games they focus on, I know Octopath Traveler and Captain Toad came out on Friday, but mm-hmm. this is one of the games you focused on, you know, and you're like it's just dropped. There's no you're not giving any extra attention other than that. This is you know this game obviously meant something to you a few months ago, and it's out in you barely promoted it at all, um, that it's out. Um, so like you said, if they're going to do this, they need better, uh, ways of separating this stuff out. Um, I think like PlayStation and Xbox and obviously steam are a mess as far as finding stuff. But like, as far as PlayStation, it, it does a pretty decent job of like, uh, focusing on the stuff out. That's, that's got some buzz behind it or that's, uh, you know the, the quality products out there, um, and the really part the, the part that really bothers me about the quote uh, is we definitely expect to see some great games among them. Uh, it feels like definitely like we're just going to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Uh kind of that's idea, what which it sounds like yeah, and, and like it's hard to blame them. Like you know they're going to make money. They get a decent cut. It's like thirty percent cut. Everything that's sold on there, and you know like Hollow Knight sold like two hundred fifty thousand copies in the first week oh, yeah. on there. Uh, so, I mean games are still selling well and, and like the the definitely uh to quote uh Macho Man Randy Savage the cream is rising to uh was it the cream the cream of the crop it's it's rising to the top uh i mean, i probably i think i butchered that one but um <laughs> you know it, like the the stuff that is good is standing out and that's good and that's great uh it's just i i just hate that idea of like yeah we're going to get like 25 really shitty games a week you know but uh, you know, you might get one or two good ones in there. It's, I don't mm. I don't know. I mean it's it's hard to argue it from like hard to argue it from a business perspective. You know, it's like yeah, that might be this game might sell really well. Uh, it might not. Uh they really don't have anything to lose in this. Um but that right. that eShop is definitely gonna need a huge overhaul. Um once uh I mean it really needs an overhaul I think now, but if this yeah. is if this is the future we're looking at and they're going to be it's they're going to expand upon it. It you got to do something with it. And they've added some new tabs to it here and there like great deals, best sellers, um, and you know, so it is easier to find those games that are selling really well or at least have a good amount of buzz on them. You can just go and you can look at them from all games or downloadable only games. So there is ways to find them. But yeah, like uh, like you said, just trying to if you're looking for something specific, I mean, you can't use a search tab, but if you're looking for something uh, specific it's it's you know it's been out for two weeks it's probably four or five pages down already yep um so it yeah it need, needs something if you're gonna do it you need to do a better job with your with your store but uh it, it does suck that we're we're seeing them go this route where it's just a bunch of shitty uh phone ports uh
1: yeah exactly i mean not everyone's gonna keep tabs of their notification tab or something like that for the releases during that week you know yeah it's like You go for the eShop, even if you do something as basic as change to certain layouts of, like, say, the way you search for the new releases, instead of having, like, a list, maybe, like, organized inside of a grid or something, or give you the option to do so, that way you can just go through and see, like, multiple games, maybe, like, eight games at a time.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: on the page or whatever.
0: Yeah, are you, like... Let people start reviewing them, and you can look it up by you know like five star ratings. Like I know you played this game, you can review it. Um, which it I... still
1: surprises me. There's no ratings at yeah. all for anything.
0: Yeah. I agree. So I hope I hope they do something because uh, it sounds like you know they're not gonna they're not gonna change that, which is hard to blame them for. But then again, they need to do a better job of showing off and supporting those games that are coming out there with some pretty big bu- uh, buzz behind them. But um. Speaking of Nintendo, uh we were we were uh, I was looking on, on the Reddit the other day, or today, actually, and uh uh there was a um there's been some rumors about a direct coming up um later this month, um uh, being a smaller one on a big one. And some more some more dropped and Reddit's been really good about uh, like they've been the place to go for uh like leaks. Uh, especially for Nintendo. Um, they even leaked the entire Nintendo E3 direct the night before, like 12 hours before the, before it actually happened. And everything, like they had everything down to the the smallest of details, um, on it. And it came out to be true, but just nobody saw it because it just came out so late. Uh, so pretty much 90% usually of what happens in the direct is already on Reddit, like leaked on Reddit. Um, before it happens. So we, we saw this, um, about, about directing of the month, uh, obviously take it with a grain of salt. Um, but we figured since they been so good the last probably, I don't know, 12 to 18 months, as far as like leaking stuff about it. Uh, we can go ahead and talk about it. Uh, so this is a, a leak for possibly there's, there's talks that there was going to be a direct, um, on July 22nd. And there's also this one for July 24th. Uh, but, uh, let me scroll down here. So in this direct, I guess there's been rumors about a Cuphead coming to to the Switch. Um, they said in this in this this poster said that uh, there will be. Three, I'm just gonna read the whole this whole thing here. But there will be a 3DS and Switch Nintendo Direct. No Mother, no k rule no Kingdom Hearts, no Cuphead. Uh, it'll start with 3DS stuff. Uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Ultra Adventures is revealed. They focus on Ultra Space, releasing spring 2019. WarioWare Gold launch trailer. New push mode game called Twist Mo is revealed where you flip around uh, sections on the level. Luigi's Mansion remake has a multiplayer mode like the sequel uh, and releases October 26th. Um, Oops, well, too far. Uh, Bowser's Inside Story remake trailer, uh, releasing alongside Bowser Jr. Amiibo, uh, coming out in February 2019. Pikmin 1 remake, exclusive to the new 3DS, is announced for 2019, has a mission mode like Pikmin 3. And then it goes on to the Switch stuff. Uh, Swi- sorry, Switch stuff. Um, this is all their quote here. Long, boring story trailer for Damon Ex Machina. Uh, coming out in spring 2019. Uh, Labo Piano Support is coming to Splatoon uh, 2. Uh, there's a Rhythm minigame in the next update. Yoshi Game is called Yoshi's Flip which With different colors. Like Willie World released in spring 2019. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Collection. Um, with first five games releases November 2nd. Sega Ages is coming. Uh, it debuts on, on the Switch August 14th with Alex Kid and Miracle World uh, Ground Gang uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Thunder Force 4, Fantasy Star, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Puyo Puyo 2, Altered Beast uh, and Echo the Dolphin uh, and then New Super Mario Party trailer uh, showing off the new boards and minigames. Uh, Ridley, Wolf, and Inkling Amiibo releasing December 7th, which you already know, uh, but also Ice Climber Daisy and Snake Amiibo releasing January 11th, trailer for the already revealed Dreams, Friends, and Kirby Star Allies, uh, Pokemon DX Battle Pass 2 has Beware uh, releasing August 7th, and Therion Landris releasing September 28th, Fallout 4 is um, uh, announced for the Switch, no gameplay release date, uh, Mario Tennis Aces trailer for post-launch content, Fire Emblem, uh Three houses gameplay trailers showing off army building mechanics. Uh, then there's going to be a montage for Switch games, uh, for Fez, Toe Jam and Earl, Back in the Groove, Super Hot, Undertale, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Dark Souls Remastered, Bendy and the Ink Machine, Hyper Light Drifter, Mighty Gunvolt X, Mega Man 11, Steven Universe, Save the Light, OK, uh, OK KO, Let's Play Heroes, uh, Pull, Pan- Pull Panic, uh, The Battle for Westnoth, Uh, and then also. Uh, there is a new BoxBoy game called Outside the BoxBoy uh, being released alongside the ports of the first three games in November. Uh, Revealed trailer for Acrabrabbit, uh, Abra, um, Acrabrabbit, a puzzle platformer by Grezzo, starring a Magic Rabbit out in 2019. Mario Test Aces online tournament being hosted in August. Uh, Pikmin 4 announcement uh, trailer looks a lot like Pikmin 3, but you only play as Alomar uh, and releasing in 2019. Uh, and it ends with a Smash Ultimate trailer showing off Cranky Kong and Funky Kong uh, and Dixie is a assist trophy. So we were looking at that before the show started, Gables. What are your thoughts? If you were a uh, if you were a betting man, you had to put money down on this, would you bet it's real or is it fake?
1: I would bet it's real, honestly. And the reason why I feel that this is sort of real has to, in regards to some of the crazy stuff that seem kind of out of place to an outsider looking in let's just say this beforehand a lot of the leaks that have come prior to this one it just seems really out there and really like kind of like just unlikely you know the whole thing surrounding like maybe potential cuphead or a kingdom hearts port to switch i mean those ones are kind of like unrealistic at this moment in time one because cuphead is still going to get like dlc stuff from the microsoft stuff and last on my noticed that was like a first party exclusive sort of game yeah but uh in regards to this list what's kind of weird about it is like some not it's there's just some weird little quirks inside this list that uh, somebody looking at this thing is not going to believe right off the bat like say the whole like uh, a piano sort of labo support for splatoon 2 i could potentially see that Happening in regards to one, it's Nintendo, they'll try all sorts of little outrageous, little like uh miniature stuff. And considering like how Lobo has been sort of ingrained in what they were doing, having something like maybe specific to like Splatoon 2 actually does sound like something they would do. Just cause, let's see, another thing is in regards to say this whole Super Smash Brothers character reveals. The character reveals, say, for Cranky Kong and Funky Kong makes sense to me, only because the whole thing with Tropical Freeze. But uh, having Dixie Kong as an assist trophy, yeah, that would piss a lot of people off. (laughs) But at the same time, when they confirmed Waluigi was an assist trophy, it pissed a lot of people off. He's number one. So that's just the thing. I believe having something like, say, Cranky Kong and Funky Kong in there are more likely to actually happen... Especially saying even after the whole Smash Brothers Ultimate reveal that Masahiro Sakurai did confirm that there was maybe like a few more characters left to unveil for it. Obviously, Ridley was the big one that they did by the end of that E3 Nintendo Direct. Cranky and Funky Kong makes the most sense in regards to being playable characters because of them... Having roles inside of a recent game released on the Switch, you know, with crank you know, with like Don't uh, Tr- uh, Tropical Freeze. Yep. But you know, at the same time, it's stuff. It's like there are little aspects which kind of make it a little bit, kind of like too real in regards to say this thing being a leak. Obviously, you know, like a lot of the set dates, you know, could potentially change. I mean, the Fire Emblem stuff that was inside there could potentially be like maybe late 2019 or something like that but uh the multiplayer mode in the luigi's mansion remake i could see potentially happening but i don't like the idea that it's possibly going to be like maybe uh what was it october 26th i mean that's really specific in terms and that's what you see you see like there's some game releases from some of the games that are really specific days you know yeah true but uh but you know what in all it's like I think that this could potentially be real because of what games that are mentioned, you know, being there are some licensed titles that are going to be included along with some of the major indie stuff that we've already heard of coming to the Switch, you know like Undertale, Hyperlight Drifter. Fez is the one indie game that we have heard nothing about coming to Switch. So that one is sort of like a bit new to me and that is potentially a red flag. It's possible I mean, the creator of Fez is no longer in the gaming business, in the gaming industry, but uh, that could potentially be a grain of salt that you got to take with this. But uh, the whole Sega Ages stuff, plausible, yeah. Could it be their alternative to, like, say that whole compilation disc? I mean, it's Nintendo, so yeah, that's a possibility too, considering that every other Sega Genesis game that they've, had released on their service, they've end up having to pay like people. They've having to had their customers pay like about eight to ten bucks for in the past. You know, for the Wii Virtual Console and for the Wii U's Virtual Console stuff as well. But overall, I would say with about ninety percent certainty that this is a legit leak. Okay. All
0: right. So I, I'm with you there, Gables. Um, I don't know if I go to ninety percent. I'm like seventy five percent, and. Part part of it is like it feels safe in the predictions, like or like in the yeah. rumor here. Uh, yeah, maybe a little too safe, but also at the same time, like all of the, like everything they say is plausible. Like I remember, like four years ago, we three or four years ago we talked about um, Pikmin. Like there was a Sugarimoto said that Pikmin Four was almost completed, and I always assumed yep. that Pikmin Four was just turned into be that three DS game. Uh, mm-hmm. But maybe maybe he was maybe it was almost completed, and they just said. Was we'll just release it on the Switch. You know, at that point, the Wii U was pretty much... They, they said the writing was on the wall. So I was like, we'll release it. You know, I don't need it right now. Right. Um, so, I mean... That makes sense. Uh, the Cranky Kong and Funky Kong being uh, playable characters. Which she doesn't specifically say in this post. It just says showing off Cranky Kong and Funky Kong. Um, and then Dixie Kong is this, this trophy. Uh, those ones, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if those would, those two are, would be, uh, both of them would be uh, playable characters. I can see them all. Um, those two assist trophies, but uh, just kind of breaking it all down, like all of this stuff makes incredible sense. Uh, and a lot of the stuff we already know is a thing, but we get these kind of directs where it's just kind of like it's almost like a. Uh, I don't know. It's not really a mini direct uh, because we actually have mini directs, but um, yeah it's just like we have like two or three really big directs every year. Uh, and then we have another half dozen or so. They're kind of like little small ones. Uh, and this looking at, it looks like that kind of thing. And then, um, you know, it's something I said at E3, after E3 was done, like there's going to, there's got to have to be another direct in July or August or, you know, early September. Um, so this all, it is all makes too much sense. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you where if I if I was a betting man, I had to put some money down on the line for this. I definitely I would put down money for this is real. Uh, I hope that some of this is real because a lot of it does seem kind of cool. You know, definitely. uh, It it was kind of interesting a few weeks ago when they announced um, when they were showing off like the Ridley uh, Amiibo. I I came to realization. I'm like, oh, shit, that means we're going to gonna snake Amiibo. Which of all of this in here <laughs> is probably the thing I'm most excited for uh, having oh, been, like, yeah. a snake amiibo, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, it all it all makes it's just the Fallout Four is like the one thing where I'm just like that one might be a little too far fetched, but then again, I'm it not might not sure. be. It, I mean, I'm not sure. It's like probably the most <laughs> like everything in here, like that's probably the one I'm like least confident in. Uh, that's the only th- like. I, I would put money down that Pikmin 4 is real before I would put down money that Fallout 4 for the Switch is real. Well, let's um, think about
1: this for a second then, Tyler. I mean, honestly, after Bethesda has put out like three games and stuff that have been ported from, yeah. say, like say the PS4 with Doom, Skyrim, and also Wolfenstein 2, I mean, Fallout 4 is
0: could be a legit possibility. Yeah, I'm just thinking about how it would run and what it would look like because like Doom and, uh, and Wolfenstein 2 are two fantastic games that are stunning when it comes to the mm-hmm. visuals and how they're made and they right. had to do a lot of work to get them to work on the Switch and Fallout 4 is a very big uh, uh, open world game that didn't run super well on the Xbox or PS4 so right. I'm just kinda, I that part is that, that's the only reason why um, I'm not saying I don't think it will happen um, but yeah, yeah it's just like I said all this makes too much sense like like I said like a lot of stuff we already know is real like the boxboy trilogy coming to the switch we already was a thing uh we already know there's going to be online tournaments uh in august it was it's it's in the game uh, you know we, we have some ideas about the post content um it it yeah I don't know there's some of the stuff it feels too safe uh and but the but you like when like some of the stuff they get really into details about like the release dates for some of the stuff uh also just seem very realistic uh so yeah i don't know like like i said uh i feel like it's i feel pretty confident uh that is the thing and if this is real like it's kind of a disappointing uh direct uh it's not like yeah but like you know like i said it's we get it we get a handful this year where you know you don't get you don't get a smash brothers reveal uh every direct it's just impossible for no, it to don't. happen. Um, so when you have eight to 10 directs a year, you know, you know, only, only a few of them are really, really going to stand out. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm hopeful. It's true. I guess we'll probably hear, we'll hear something in the next 10 days or so. Maybe this time next week, we'll have a thing on the, on Twitter about, uh, Hey, there's a direct on the 24th or whatever. Uh, cause they usually only announce them what, a few days ahead of time. Um, so, yeah, who knows? Um, but let's move on into – that's actually another topic for this week. Like I said, not a whole hell of a lot going on. Uh, kind of, you know, like I said, we went on Reddit. and I just happened to find that an hour before we started recording. Um, and, but yeah, but it, yeah, I thought it was really interesting, and it kind of stuck out. And So uh, we're going to move on to what we've been playing, Gables. Uh, do you want me to All go right. first? Do you want to go first?
1: Um, Let's have you go first. Okay. Uh... All
0: right, no problem. Uh so I've been on a bit of a uh indie game. Uh uh I don't know, marathon I guess, uh, as of late. Uh picked up a few. I talked about last week I picked up Hollow Knight and Celeste and I also yeah. picked up a game the other day. It was on sale. Uh, and I heard really good things about it. Uh came out earlier this year called Owlboy. Um Okay. So uh which one do I wanna start with? Um I'm gonna start with Owlboy. So I, I played Owlboy, I've only played it for like an hour. Uh but I did not just, uh, typically care for it too much uh so basically what it is you are a uh, you're an owl you live like in the city in the sky uh but y'all you you're kind of like like human shaped but you're, you're an owl i don't know you're like owl people i guess uh, you're an owl boy that makes sense oh wow holy shit um <laughs> so uh I, just, I don't know why I, I just came to that realization but um so, in this game, you have like your. You, there's like in this city in the sky, there's also like normal people that live up there. Like, you have your best friend. Uh, I can't remember his name. But uh, he's a human. And you can actually like. You can pick up things and carry things by your talons. And you can actually like carry him around. He has a gun. You can shoot and you can aim him. Uh, and you, you control what he does uh, while you carry him around. Uh, and you can fly around. Um, it is, I guess, more in the metroidvania style of it uh of games where like, there's areas you can go to that um that you can't get to yet because you don't have certain things um uh but i i, I don't know this game i played like i, I played for an hour i played to the first area and it didn't really connect with me at all um you know i don't have anything like super negative to say about it like nothing like nothing stood out as bad but nothing really stood out as like this is a game i want to keep playing um I, you know, I went to the first. I guess my main issue for me for the game is the fact that I have to like keep carrying around my friend. You can put you can put him down. You have to put him down sometimes. Like pick up other items to 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 get through the world. Uh, and uh, when he you put him down, he is like open to attacks. He can't defend himself at all. Uh, it feels almost like a. Uh, it reminds me of it's. When well, I was thinking like this is like Resident Evil Four. When you like protect the president. <laughs> like it's an escort mission kind of thing. Uh, that's kind of what it felt like to me uh and you know, Resident Evil four is also obviously a fantastic game, but like that kind of stuff wore off fairly quickly um and I was just like, man like the like this is the whole game like, I gotta do all this like this i don't know, I don't really care for this at all like constantly putting down somebody and picking up something else doing this go back and I have to go back and get him for you like he's a little scaredy cat uh he's like standing there and shakes the entire time um uh, I'm like I don't really care for this uh so I'm not like i don't know if I'm like going to go back to it but uh i don't know I, I, I haven't deleted it yet uh if that means anything um i but i just i played it went to the first section put like i said put about an hour into it uh but nothing really stood out about it um the next thing i played is hollow knight uh, picked it up on the switch uh think like it's 14.99 um i played a few hours of this game and i cannot get out of the first goddamn section uh, <laughs> this game there's not really much of a tutorial to it but the way they like kind of explain the how the game works is really extremely well done um uh, but it, it's uh a Metroidvania style game with some dark souls to it uh where if you die um you lose all your money but you can get, if you go back to where you died and you can like get your you can get your money back but if you die before you get your money back then that money has gone uh but uh was the first section I'm, I'm in the first section uh, like I said they don't really explain a lot you can like I bought a map from a guy which helped incredibly uh, quite a bit and then you go find somebody else and you can like uh, you can buy like little tokens that help you throughout the game um, but uh, what were you saying Gables? Oh I wasn't saying anything I was oh, just checking f- Oh sorry I thought you said something uh, anyways um, but that helped quite a bit because I was extremely lost I spent probably the first uh, hour and a half of the game just like trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing and like where i'm going because it just kind of like spirals down like there's so many areas you can go into and get lost and like oh yeah you get so many like there's so many dead ends um in this game at least you know obviously it's a metrovania where there's oh i can't get through yet because i haven't got this yet or i haven't got something yet so obviously i can't i'd come back later and do this um and i am finding that quite a bit in this first area which um which is to be expected um but the yeah like you know i've talked about several several times uh i am bad at video games uh, I will never claim to be good at video games or uh, uh, go out there and go on like, a uh, confident rant about my skills in video gaming. Um, and I am getting my ass whooped in this fucking game. I beat the first <laughs> boss. I found this one boss, and I beat him. Uh, that one actually what, it was it was—it difficult. I barely beat him, but I beat him on the first try. Uh, but I've died probably a dozen times in this game. Uh, and then I finally found... Like I, I was going around traveling around forever, like what the fuck am I doing? Like where am I supposed to like, go? And I end up finding like I've been like finding secrets. I'm like oh cool next area. Oh no this is like a dead end now. Okay I gotta go come back to this later. I finally found the next boss and you have to beat this boss to actually kind of continue on in the game. And I cannot beat him at all. Like he like I don't like I, it's not even like it's gonna I'm getting better as I fight him. Like he just destroys me no no problem whatsoever. Um and. I probably spent a good twenty, thirty minutes fighting this guy, and every time I die, I go back to uh, the beginning, and you get to walk back over there, get yourselves back, fight him die, go back to the beginning, walk over, die. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I race quoted there on that one. Um, I want to go back to it. Uh, I it is incredibly well made game. It's it, much like Owlboy Like they actually, I think it's way better. Uh, it's stuck like the aesthetic to it, and everything about it, like the way you play it, like the game is uh, is way more appealing to me it's incredibly more fun um but just trying to like uh continue on this game is a bitch I am getting destroyed uh and i'm I'm hoping I can get past this guy because i'm I'm enjoying the game quite a bit and i I heard the game is extremely hard like uh, it doesn't like which scares me because I guess there's like uh like thirty different boss battles in this game, and if I'm getting my ass whooped on boss number two uh, <laughs> how like, how is this gonna go for me? I don't know. I was wondering, like, I, I was thinking, like, am I better off just cut my losses now before I put too much more time in this game? <laughs> uh, so, You're
1: already thinking of it like a Bloodborne sort of scenario. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> I, I, like, I'm not trying to, like, this is a game I recognize as a really great game and, like, if anybody loves this game, I totally get it. Like, I feel like if this game was, like, like, had, like, an easy difficulty mode, like, I would definitely love this game. Like, I would continue to play this game. But it's really great. Uh, I just, I can't play it. <laughs> I can't beat the the second boss i can't get out of the first area so um the other game i played speaking of difficult games uh, celeste uh i uh, actually finished that this week hmm. um interesting so the something that i like you know like i said about hollow knight is uh, i am terrible at video games but um celeste i heard it's extremely hard right off the bat it's uh but it's got a really great story to it um i'm like okay the, the story interests me in it but then there's, like, this, like, you know, like the more I read about it, and I've been wanting to get, play it for a while, is there's, like, there's, like, there's, like, assist mode. You can, like, there's so many settings you can do to this game to make it easier. And I'm, like, oh, that's great. Like, I'm, like, I went from, you know, like, when I first heard about it, I'm, like, that looks like a really cool game that I'm not going to be able to get into. And then I'm, like, oh, okay, I want to check that out. So, kind of, you know, it's July. Not a lot going on in gaming. Um, so, like I said, I've been catching up on, like, a lot of really great indie games coming out this, this year so far. And, um started playing Celeste and I, I went through it straight or right off the bat where I um, I wasn't going to turn assist mode on. I'm, like, I'm going to go through this. I knew eventually I was going to turn assist mode on uh, but I didn't know when I'm like I'm going to try to play this game as soon as I can before I get to the point like, my breaking point point. Uh, and I actually got a lot farther than I thought I would. Um, there are seven main chapters of this game and there's right. like an eighth one you can do after the fact. I didn't play it um, but it's out there and then there's also a bunch of like B-side stuff you can do. Uh, I got to chapter three before I finally broke and turned assist mode on. So, um, (laughs) basically what the game is, is that you are a girl named Madeline, uh, or Madeline that is climbing a mountain and she's going through a rough time. She has a a lot of uh, mental issues and, uh, on the mountain, she meets this, uh, this, this other guy, Theo, who, uh, just quit his job one day. And he's like, I just, you know, he's just like, I'm just gonna climb this mountain. And uh he's like all about he's very up like he's like, I got a thousand followers on basically this Instagram knockoff and he's like taking selfies and he's a cool guy. Um But she's going through some issues, uh, and you kinda of learn about it as you go through the game and the the story it does it is is really well told and it's really great. Uh one of the better stories uh I think of this year. Um but the, kind of the course and you like all this stuff happens in between the chapters or at the beginning or the end of chapters and um Basically, uh, how the game works is 2D side scroller. Uh, really beautiful art, um, 8-bit or 16-bit, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it's there's a name for it. It's like uh, upres 16-bit or something like that. I can't remember how okay. it's pronounced. But uh, but anyways, so Madeline and you are like you you. Um, it's a jump. You to jump and you dash. And when you jump, you get one dash, and you don't get another one until you until you land back on your feet. But you can jump across platforms, and you can grab onto the wall. But you have stamina that eventually runs out, and you can only hold onto the wall for so long. You can like uh, wall jump back and forth off off these. But obviously, there's a million things that can kill you uh, throughout. And uh, I like what I like a lot about this is the safe states are pretty um, easy on you, where basically you have to get through. It's it's all room to room. So once you get through that, past this room. Uh, you're like, it saves there. So if I, like one point I left the game in the middle of the chapter, came back and I was in that exact same room. So I was worried I had to replay that chapter up to that point again. Didn't have to, to left me right right back in the room I went into. And most of the rooms are pretty small. They all, 90% of them fit on the same screen, uh, are all on one screen. Uh, but they are incredibly difficult. Um, and I like the fact that they actually do like a, they track your time and how many deaths you had. So in the first world alone, first chapter alone, I had the 91 deaths. Uh, so yeah, um, so I was going through this game, it's incredibly frustrating, but also extremely satisfying as you're, like, you're, you're, like, finally landing these jumps and these combinations, um, I got to the chapter three, you're, like, in this hotel on the mountain, and there's just throws so much shit at you, and it's just, like, it, it does a really great job of, like, building up, like, the game's difficult right off the bat, but they, as they throw things at you, they throw, they throw them at you at a pretty good pace, but I just got to this point, I'm like, I can't do anything I can't I've been stuck in this room for 20 minutes and I can't I just can't do it um so I turned Sys mode on and there's a lot of different options you can do with the Sys mode uh so you can make it so you're invincible if you want to be uh which that sounds stupid huh. uh so you can just basically if you just want to play you just want to do the story and just fly through the game you're more than able to do that um uh, oh. then there's other things you can do like you can add you can have multiple you can have two dashes in the air, instead of just one. Uh, which is what I did. So I played through the rest of the game with just two dashes. And then I turned stamina mode on um, to unlimited. So I can like hug the wall forever if I wanted to. So it kind of slows the pace of the And there's also one other thing you can do. You can also slow the game down. So you can play the game at like 90% speed, 80%, 70, 70, 60, 50, 40, 30, 20, 10. Uh, so if you want to play this game in slow motion, you are more than able to do, do that. Uh, the, the thing I did is I just turned on uh stamina like i said stamina uh unlimited and I, I gave myself two dashes um which still made the game incredibly hard and then um for me personally uh the, the, especially in the last world alone i don't get how people did that with, with 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 stamina and one dash i don't see how it's possible you guys are fucking machines it doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me i like there were so many points in this game where i just wanted to like grab my television and chuck it out the goddamn window, uh, but like I said, every time you like you even not even getting past a room, but you're stuck out and you get, keep getting killed in the same jump over and over over and over again, and you just finally land that jump one time, it's just like this extreme satisfaction. Even with me playing on assist mode, uh, it just it it brings me back to like a hype of like drifter kind of thing where that game was like the last game that really challenged me to this point, but I kept going. Uh, and I rage quit that game a few times too and I'm like, I'm never playing that game again and I, next, I got like a day or two later I go back and I play it again and I finally get past it and it's just like that that feeling you get it's just like, oh, okay like you just feel like you really accomplished something and it does a really great job of that um, like I said, the story is really well told um, the gameplay is fantastic the platforming uh, is well done it is uh, Nintendo-esque as far as how well made it is Um, I, I would, I feel like, you know, if you're a fan of platformers at all and you like a good challenging game, like this is, this is a must buy. Uh, Mm. you know, like I I said a couple weeks ago or last week that nobody holds a candle to God of War. This is the first game that holds a candle to God of War for me for this year. Um,
1: that's impressive.
0: Yeah. This game, uh, definitely surprised. I thought, you know, when I bought, I bought it. And I'm just like, you know, I, w- I just want to try it out. Cause I've heard some great things. Um, and I'm just, I was, you know, I was like, uh, I can go in there think like with too much expectations, is this going to be what I thought it was going to be? Where it's just so hard. Like, uh, and I'm just going to finally give up on it at a certain point. Uh, and I didn't, and I'm happy. And you know, I beat it. Uh, it took me about four and a half hours. I want to say I had close to 500 deaths, uh, Throughout the game, which is, I like, I love the fact they show your desk. It's kind of cool. And it's actually really cool. So, like, um, between each chapter, they get like a postcard, uh, on your, in the loading screen. It says, To Madeline. It's basically really to you. And it's like, so there's like collectible, like strawberries you can get, um, and like side rooms. There's so many, like, side rooms and side things you can find. And there's like collectibles you can get. And it's like, there's strawberries that you can collect throughout the game. And it's just like one of the postcards you get is, um, you know, the, the strawberries are only for bre- only for yourself. Uh, you know, it's not to impress your friends. So don't try them if it's going to frustrate you. Or, like, um, you know, it's like this game. You know, like, uh, when you go turn CIS mode on, like this whole, like, long note about how, you know, this game was made to really challenge you. This game was built for overcoming difficulties. Uh, but we understand that people, you know, sometimes people need help. And uh, so turn these on if you want help. It's just the whole way the game handles... This kind of huh. stuff is really well done. Uh, That's
1: really professional.
0: Yeah, it's a game that deals, I think, really well with mental health, and the way they kind of like the the, the um, loading screens do, and when you go turn assist mode on, uh, they the way they handle it is really well done as well. Like this whole game is just really, 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 really well done. It's a fantastic game. It's twenty bucks, uh, well worth the price. Uh, I, I like I said, I recommend anybody that loves platformers. Um, uh, or a, a challenge, should definitely check this game out. But, you know, don't be afraid to, uh, to turn, you know, to, to turn the mode on, I would say. Uh, y- a year and a half ago, I would never have done it, and I would just quit playing this game. But, uh, you know, over the last, over that time, i have like, I, I'm okay with like, uh, lowering the difficulty on things. Like, uh, uh, I'm not afraid to like, lower game to easy, or uh, lower difficulty, if I can't get past it. Um, so, I feel like, Going into that with that mentality really helped me on that. So, yeah. Anyways, love that game. Everybody should check it out. Um, and that's what I've been playing this week. What about you, Cables?
1: All right. To delve into things quickly right here, I have played a little bit more of Pocket Rumble. Ooh. I'm starting to understand some of the, the, you know, the grasps of some of the understandings of this game. From what I said last week, I have now figured out what actually executes a lot of like the uh, special moves it's not like say a quarter circle or like a specific input demand no you basically can hold down right and like down left for like some of the d-pad and come like combination would say like either the light punch or the heavy punch either the a or b button and stuff and it just does these like uh special moves and stuff but in order to execute a special you got to hold the the light and the heavy button together and stuff like that So, I understand how to do these moves now, basically. At the same point, I still feel, even going through things like the arcade mode, that the fighting and the enemy AI is inconsistent in some aspects. Well, case in point, I tried to play a little bit of the arcade mode today. I got to maybe my third and fourth fight or something, but I kept on losing repeatedly because of, one, lack of understanding how certain, like, say, invincibility frames work inside of... uh, against certain characters, but two, there are times the AI feels unbalanced in ways where, say, you want... Say they go forth and, like, do, like, a couple light punches, right? But then immediately afterwards and stuff, they go right in and just grab you and just start doing this, like, uh, their own moves. There were times, like, inside the match when I was playing where I would literally get, like, about maybe five or six hits against me and I was not ready at all in order to try to block. There are some... There are some little... Aspects of this game where it's like it's fun. It can be fun. It aesthetically it looks great. The combination stuff it's pretty basic to pick up, so anybody can really pick up and play. But and actually to try to play through a lot of say the single player stuff, it is, in my honest opinion, inconsistent. Maybe not like difficult, difficult. Just for being this, you know, not being like hard, hard for the sake of being hard. But uh, one, the game does not do a good job of introducing new players into. What you have to do, basically, they just throw you into the wolves. If you go into, say, the career mode or the arcade mode right away with a character. For another thing, is you got to because you because of what I just mentioned, you know, in some invincibility frames. Basically, what that is is when you go into the training mode, you have the option of turning on things like that are called hit boxes, where it basically puts like a box like over your character, right? And when you do specific moves, you get to see the animation of the moon, right? But then again, you see this different type of box and stuff when you execute the move. Those are basically called invincibility frames. Because if you're doing a specific animated attack and you cannot block a specific place, that's basically what you had to try to, like, uh, delve into and try to expose upon, like, say, enemy fighters. Being that I have to try to do that type of complex stuff on top of trying to play, like, this, this game is actually just starting to get a little bit frustrating for me to a certain extent. On one hand, it is fun to play because of how simplistic it can be. But at the same time, my fun is starting to dwindle with this game because of how inconsistent the enemy AI can be at some points. I was reading up on some things, like say for some reviews, there were some reviewers that had some of the same problems like I did. Like say one of the reviewers on Destructoid went through kind of the same aspects that I've done, you know? Like basically getting your ass handed to you multiple times, like... For a specific fight, you know, and, like, some things, like, not being introduced pretty well. But, you know, reading some bits of other players, they actually have had, like, maybe an easier time because it's basically served as some of, like, say, other types of fighting games. How you have to practice certain moves over and over again and stuff. I feel like I'm at the place where it's, like, I am very close of deleting this game off my (laughs) Switch, I've paid about ten bucks, I played a little bit of it, but I wanna give it a go, maybe like maybe one more time or something, see how I feel about it. But I've played it twice. I'm having a frustrating time enjoying this game. It's not because I don't know how to play fighting games. I mean, come on, for God's sakes, I just went through a fucking twelve Street Fighter games in a fucking row with that whole PS4 anniversary collection stuff. I don't mind getting my ass handed to me. The fact is if I feel like the AI is is programmed in a way where it just feels like it's cheap, more so than it actually requires skill. That's where I get turned off most in the fighting game. So I'll go back to it a little bit later, but it's not looking too encouraging
0: at this moment. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> but yeah. oh, sorry. That's say that's the thing I heard about that game too was that because I was gonna I was gonna pick it up um after yeah, talking yeah. about it last week, but after hearing people talk about it, is that the I'm like oh cool, there's a single player mode. But everybody's saying it's incredibly difficult. and These are, like, fighting game people. Yes, and
1: there is a reason why it's incredibly difficult. It's just like what I was saying before. The reason why the arcade mode and the career mode are as difficult as they are is because of imbalances in some of the AI Mm -hmm. to where you would be doing pretty good. Like, there are some rounds and stuff where you can actually go through and beat a character just like that. I mean, there was one time where I actually spammed the sweet move of my... uh, you know, the sweeping move of my character, right? I basically went through an entire round, just did that on repeat, and I was able to get out my opponent, right? But then the next match, I am absolutely destroyed because there is like a four or five hit move I did not see coming, and I could not pre- could not block against it in time. Because not only did it do that, but all of a sudden they're spamming specific types of moves, and it's hard to predict what they're going to pull off next for me. So that in and of itself kinda of led into that sort of uh <laughs> that frustration to the point where it's like, okay, I rage quit it twice in one day while trying to play this game. <laughs> but uh Other than that, I am happy to report I have beaten Burnout Paradise Remastered. Nice. I went through in the span of about a three days, I went through the A license requirements and like going through Winning about 40 events. That was not easy at all. Honestly, I was running into some quirks along the way. There is a little bit of a frame... There's actually a little bit of an animation frame before you start events... To where you can't control your vehicle... But you can't like uh, really start the event up until... like Say, you know, it says on the screen... Oh, okay, now the event is going, you know? Do your race or do your Road Rage or Mark man stuff. There were specific moments... Where the enemy AI would push me off right before the start off, and I would have to go through and reorientate myself in order to try to get back into a race. Oh man, and speaking of races, there were some that I was trying to complete for racing from one point up to like the observatory or like to like say like the airfield or whatsoever, where I am basically like just literally a few. Miles away, and all of a sudden the AI bumps me off course, and I have, and I'm literally launched off a super jump, and I have, I'm like completely away from the finish line, and I cannot finish the damn event. That happened to me. I kid you not. It happened like about five, maybe six times throughout my 14-hour play through of this game. That was frustrating. But the good part about say this remastered is. You don't have to keep on doing the same events over and over if you don't want to, so to break up the monotony, I would go and I start would mix up things like for example, if I would do like maybe four or five races in a row and I kept on losing races, which that did happen too, where it's like I win like about maybe two or three races and all of a sudden I go through a spam where I lose like four in a row, I would maybe mix it up by going through like stun events or even like a marked man, maybe road rage here and there. And that, you know what, that was just one of the faults of the game that I actually forgot about when I played through the first time It's just how repetitive some of the events can get. It's like, okay, you gotta race to this same section again. This time you gotta do it this way, like this fast or that fast. You know, and basically repeating same events. This time you're doing a marked man or you're doing like a road rage thing. It's like okay, now you got to defeat, like, this many type of cars in order to pass this event, you know? I mean, it's fun. It's fun in aspect, maybe the first five hours when you're going through and you're doing this event or that event, unlocking cars. But when it gets to that last, that last, like, uh, bit of the game where you're finally going to get your burnout license, it starts dragging. I had a, I had a moment where it's like, man... It just feels like things are dragging, I'm losing races, losing events, you know, go through a separate event, do a couple of road rage stuff, do a couple of marked man, and uh, I would unlock cars though, but it would be like at a snail's pace, and that's just one of those things that I kept on encountering and sort of like some of the issues. I mean, I'll be perfectly honest with you, I did have a lot of fun, and then as a matter of fact, I have unlocked about 88% of the trophies. Jesus. On that game. Meaning, I am very close to platinuming Burnout Paradise again. <laughs> but, uh, I may try that another time. I've played so much of Burnout Paradise Remastered the past couple days where now that I'm finished with it, I literally have put the game in its case. I put it on my bookshelf and I'm like, you know what? I'm returning to this later. I don't have the patience anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, um,.
1: No, what was funny is going online for some of the events tried to do. I was trying to get that a trophy unlocked for meeting seven other players at the Wildcat Stadium. I tried doing that and there were times where I was kicked out of people's lobbies because I would be at that Wildcat stadium just waiting for like <laughs> seven other people and there's like oh blah, blah 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 you know. I don't know what I didn't really care about like the, the chat like chatter or something like that so i would purposely let like, have everything on mute <laughs> but uh there was a time where they did like a little point and stuff but there was only six other players and wow. so here we are seven like i need seven and we're just one missing i'm like oh my god i maybe did like one free burn online event i still have like maybe nine more or something but yeah yeah, it's definitely going to be something I come back to at a later date. I'm in no hurry to Platinum Burnout Paradise Remaster. But uh, at the same point, I'm glad I've beaten the game. Unsure of what next I'm going to tackle. But, uh, yeah, it's just up in the air right now. I mean, I could potentially go out and try to get Captain Toad or possibly go out and try to find something else. But, yeah, it just pretty much depends upon what I feel For the next week, so I'm probably going to have something completely brand new in order to tell a lot of the listeners for the next week. So, pretty much that's it.
0: Gables, have you heard about this great game called Celeste?
1: (laughs) I have it on my Switch, and I know I'm going to play it.
0: Oh, no, you did. Okay. You should
1: play that. Literally, within a, I I bought Celeste earlier on this year when it released on Switch, but now, over the past month, I have Hollow Knight... Owl Boy, and I believe it was some other game that uh, I have gotten recently as well. Hmm. I'm not too sure it was Battle Chef Brigade. I know I got that one too, but yeah, I am definitely going to go and play Celeste
0: pretty soon. <laughs> it's PvP good, guys. Check it out. <laughs> um, but I think that you know what games is going to wrap up the show this week. Um, okay. Surprisingly, for not having anything to talk about the last couple of weeks, we've had uh, a pretty long episodes um, yeah. which is great uh, but thank you guys for listening if you want to hear more, more from us we have a Facebook page and group at Drunk Dashers Podcast like us, join us is on there on Twitter at Drunk Nerdist Pod follow us on there please on twitch.tv slash uh, Drunk Dashers Podcast follow us on there please send us friend requests we like friends friends are good and then on iTunes uh, Drunk Dashers Podcast subscribe to us on there please give us a 5 star review and leave us a nice little comment we really appreciate you did that and also on YouTube, Drunk Nerd's podcast. Uh, subscribe to us in there. Don't want to brain fart. Uh, the podcast goes up on there. If you guys uh, check them out on there, even if you don't, just go on there, click on the link, give us a big thumbs up, leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate did it. Uh, let us know what we think. Uh, the more likes, subscriptions, uh, comments you guys leave, the more more it is likely that people can see us. So the more you guys can do for that, uh, do for us there. We really appreciate it. Um, Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I was your host, I was
1: And I have been Colonel Gables. So, until next week, everyone, I hope you have yourself a good week, hope you play yourself some good games, and most importantly of all, enjoy yourself and listen to a fun episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Hey, Gables? Yep. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya.